Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, follow our story on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 104.3 WOMC. I guess I've lived long enough that nothing really shocks me any longer, but uh, this was a bit of a surprise. No idea that uh, Meatloaf, the singer, was not doing well. Larger-than-life symbols, theatrical rock is what they call his yeah. style of music. Theatrical rock. Absolutely. That's a great, great representation. Well, remember, Absolutely. he was a Rocky Horror Picture Show guy. I mean, you yeah. know, that was one of the roles that he did in his career. So he was a stage guy more than anything, time. as much as a singer, I did guess. Did you ever see him live in concert, Jim? I have, yes. Yeah, I've, I've never seen him, but my parents went and saw him before. And mm-hmm. that, I remember my mom saying something like, man, his... Stage show is just like something to behold. It was just like it there is. was so much going on. Yes, like different props and sets, and it was moving, and it was just everything. Yes, he was in over sixty-five movies. You guys, yeah, mm-hmm. can you imagine that? Sixty-five, including Rocky Horror Picture Show. But I love Jim to your point about the theatrical music. His all of his songs because they're so many of them are on my workout playlist. Rock as I ballads. told you guys. They're rock ballads. They tell a story. Every one of them. You you want to listen to the whole thing because beginning to end, they're like these epic songs that tell a story. I love them. I love have it. one question because I, I, I don't know it and I didn't look it up. What was his real name? Okay, that okay. was my <laughs> impossible question. Did you look it up, Joanne? I, I didn't have. look it up. No. no. I have. And okay. honestly, I, you think I've been doing this long enough to actually know because I know... Most people's stage names, right? From right, Alice yeah. Cooper to Mitch Ryder and all of that stuff. They're all stage names. I never knew Meatloafs. Here it is. I'm going to say guys. his first name is Larry. Nope. <laughs> he looks like a Larry, doesn't he? Uh, no. no. In fact, and it's really weird because he was, his name was Michael Lee Addy, A-D-A-Y. However, at some point, he decided to change it to Marvin Lee Addy. Marvin Lee. So his parents gave him Michael and he changed it to Marvin. And then all of a sudden he came better, uh, became better known as Meatloaf. In fact, there's an explanation about his nickname from Meatloaf himself. Because I grew up in Texas and everybody has names like Bubba and and I have a cousin named Pudge and I have no idea why he's called Pudgy because he's about six foot two and weighs 112 pounds. And so I was called Meat, you know, I had Bubba and BJ and, and Red and all these, you know, these nicknames when you're in Texas and 
it never came up. And then in the 70s when I was doing theater in New York, it never came up. And it and it took me a while to figure that out. And I figured that out. It's because we had just come out of the 60s and everybody hadn't come down off of acid yet. <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf has passed away at the age of 74. For those of you just tuning in this morning, all the news broke uh, around 3 o'clock this morning when his family members posted the news on his Facebook page. Uh, it said that his wife Deborah and daughters Pearl and Amanda and close friends have been with him for the past 24 hours. No cause of death has been released by the family as of yet. No speculation. I don't think anybody knew. Certainly, I didn't. I don't think you guys did that he no, had been ill or ailing nope. or any issues. You know, he always had a bit of a troubled psyche. You know, the guy was, he had like bouts of stage fright and then he had uh, nights that he couldn't, decided he just wasn't well enough to perform and he canceled shows many times because of that. And I always I always thought a lot of it when his, was in his head. He's kind of a struck me as a very temperamental artist. Although, when you talk to him, you're here, and you're going to hear him in just a second. Um, he seems like the guy next door. You sit down and have yeah. a beer with him. Yeah, really yeah, interesting, interesting conversation, character. right? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, by the way, uh, Jim Steinman, the writer, uh, mm -hmm. he gives him a lot of credit for that. And the guy that produced him was Todd Rundgren. Here, Meatloaf is praising both of them. People had always said, oh, you can sing, but nobody had ever, you know, gone crazy over me singing. I would have probably had a very difficult role having long hair, weighing 300 pounds, doing anything else other than that kind of dramatic stuff. Because everybody wanted me to do R&B or blues or soul or something. And Jimmy says, that's the obvious. You don't want to do the obvious. And so we didn't. So thank goodness for Jim and me and Todd and, and whoever else worked on that record. Because it takes a lot of people to do something like that. You never do it by yourself. <laughs> Indeed. He uh, The record he was speaking of was the album Bad Out of Hell, which is widely acclaimed as one of the greatest of all time. Two out of three ain't bad, Detroit. All right, enough. <laughs> The funny thing is, I don't think I sound that bad when I sing. <laughs> Holy cow. I couldn't help myself, Joanne. You were just uh, going right. You you never took your headphones off. You were I just didn't. going right in on that song. So I, I'm you sorry. You two are I chatting, and to. I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm, I'm busy I singing this meatloaf song. It's one of my favorites. I, I couldn't she was resist weaving. myself. Like the gospel choir. She was like Stevie Wonder, back and forth, and be with their yeah, headphones on. I mean, yeah, it was so crazy. Oh. All right, uh, Meatloaf uh, has passed away. If you're just tuning in, uh, died overnight at the age of 74. There's some uh, really weird D Detroit connections to Meatloaf that I was never aware of before. So he was in hair, right? Yep. Like in the late 60s, 68, yeah. I think, is when hair came out. He was in hair, and he got a lot of attention for it. He, he was great. And he got uh, picked up a little bit by Motown. They were interested in recording him. So they hooked him up with somebody named Sean Stoney Murphy. And they did a duet album together. Does Sean Murphy ring a bell to you guys? No. She's a friend of mine. So. A pal. Get an acquaintance. Out, cool. An acquaintance. And one of the three girls that sings and has always sung backup vocals for Bob Seger's Silver Bullet Band on stage. Yeah. She's one of Very the three cool. characters. 
So very cool. I, I, I never knew that he and Sean yeah. Murphy did this album together, and I didn't know her nickname was Stony either until just now. But uh, they went on to open up, by the way, as Motown artists for people like uh, Richie Havens, the Soul Searchers, the Who, the Stooges, Seeger, Alice Cooper, Rare Earth, all Detroit guys. Very cool. Oh, and then, but he left Motown. The reason they left Motown, there was a record that he really liked. Uh, I don't know the name of it right now, but it, they decided at Motown that they were going to replace him and Sean Murphy doing the duet on the vocals. Right. With Edwin Starr, and that pissed him off. Oh, really? So he said bye-bye. Yeah. So they left yeah, so long Motown. Edwin Starr, of course, famous for the song, War! What is it good for? It's absolutely nothing. nothing. Rush you hour. Got it. Great, you got great it. version. JJ <laughs> and Joanne show. Good morning, Detroit. If it's trending, JJ and Joanne are on top of it. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 104.3 WOMC. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.